Discontinued gravy. Gravy. Give me your discontinued gravy. Goal. Simplify life and make it fun. Because we've been there. I mean, we're in our mid-twenties. So we've seen it all. This is... Discontinued. Gravy. Woo. Woo, we're back. We're back, and I can guarantee my audio is going to be good this time because I finally learned what the problem was, and I do not know how it happened. <laughs> what was the problem, Nicholas? When you open audition, and if you know anything about audition and this kind of stuff, there's a thing called latency. If it's higher, if it's lower, we'll change the sound of you. For some reason, it was 8,000, not 48,000. And that's why I sounded like I was on the phone. Dude. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know how it happened. I don't know. Because I've been doing this. We've been doing this for three years, and that's never happened. <laughs> Honestly, it's just the click of a button. Just like, the way. You accidentally. Yeah. Boop. Way she goes. So we're here. You hear my voice now through a pleasant microphone. And it doesn't sound like I'm on the phone. It sounds fantastic. Yeah. Nick, yes. um, let's, t let's test this out now for everyone. Let's do some sweet this. baby blues, sleepy time voice that you do. <laughs> my sweet jad voice. Yeah, okay. that's what we're talking about. <laughs> we're talking Taylor Swift Midnights. Target edition. <laughs> <laughs> have you listened to the extra song no i like it's a cd <laughs> <laughs> i mean to be honest i have one in my truck i can just boop, but i haven't got that far yet to be honest i went to target tried to find the cd mm. they didn't have the cd i got the record the record does not have it on it yeah i felt I, chipped I, I didn't even go down uh our good friend friend of the show sid Went down, saw it, and was like, you want one? I was like, sure. So there it is. I got one. Anyway. Nick, you would put it in on your drive to work. I know your drive isn't that far, but come on, dude. Yeah, I'd get like probably halfway through Antihero. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's nothing to do. Krista, how are you? How are you doing? Oh, Nick. <laughs> I'm doing great. It was a are little you? bit of um. A hectic last 24 hours um, here in the Metro Vancouver Lower Mainland area. We saw a bit of snow. Now you're probably thinking, oh, you live in Canada. Snow is not new to you. You guys get snow all the time. Well, we're in Vancouver, the southernmost city in like canada <laughs> <laughs> yeah like besides going on the island <laughs> so you know we don't get a lot of snow here <laughs> it's it yeah we do we just don't it's it, we get you know maybe a week or two of snow every year you know and our city has no idea how to handle it and people don't know how to drive in it and people don't have the tires or the cars for it <laughs> yeah. so it becomes a gong show yeah, and I think we've probably mentioned this in the past. Our snow here isn't that light, fluffy stuff that no. other places get. It's no. wet. It's heavy. It doesn't get that cold for it to snow here. Like, the coldest yeah. we ever get it is maybe minus 15, and that yeah. that's bizarre. Yeah, no, exactly. So, you know, we got, got our snow, and it is wet. And, and if you don't quite know what I'm saying, like, 
imagine you getting a snowball and you throw it and you know it hits somebody's back and it kind of explodes like a little like puff and you're like oh ha 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 if i threw this at you with full force it would hurt <laughs> it would be ice <laughs> it's dense it's very very dense which in turn because it's so wet can make it ice over quicker you know the car is not just driving through it it's on top of it <laughs> smoothing it down ever so far to make it just ice. So a lot of cars get stuck. If you were out driving in last night, I don't know how many buses I saw with the flashers on. It was just incredible. (laughs) I don't know why the transit system, like, even tries at a certain point. I don't think they were trying at that point. Like, you are kicking people off buses halfway home. Like, at least, at like, before you pick them up, they can maybe go back to where they came from. Yeah, exactly. So you know, you know, like they're stranded at that point. Yeah, the bus, the buses were down. The bridges were shut down completely. It was just yeah, hell in a handbag. Yeah, <laughs> I was lucky. Um, I work for a university, so the operations director saw that it was snowing around like two o'clock. Said that we should all leave by three. Yeah, because it was coming down hard, and it so was. we're like. Don't need to tell us twice. We got out of there before traffic got too bad. But a girlfriend of mine literally was stuck for five and a half hours not moving. It's not like you're slowly making your way. It was gridlock. Can't move. And this Mm -hmm. poor girl gets off of work at like 5, 5.30. At 11.30 p.m. decides, I'm just going to go back to the office and sleep there. Because, like, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, if you can't get home, right? What's the point? You're going to run out of gas. Your car yep. might run out of, um, like, electricity in it. You don't want to be jumped in that weather. No. It, and there's just so many what ifs, so you yeah. have to turn back. Yeah. Anyways, no. very yeah. hectic for everyone. Um, Not so much me. The more hectic part for me was making dinner, actually. <laughs> Why? Um... So I'm an independent woman. I'm, I'm, I think I'm strong. Yep. Um, sometimes I have trouble with the old jars. I was making some pasta. Uh, didn't feel like making the sauce from scratch. So grabbed one of our jars, you know, the Classico. Yes, of course. Right? It's, it's a classic. <laughs> yep. It really is. And, you know, living on my own I yep. for a few years, I learned yep. the trick of, you know, Smack it with the back of a knife, you know, do, 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 do. get some air lifted out of it to open it. Well, I okay. wasn't paying attention while I was doing this. Hit the glass, shattered. As I had like the sausages being made and like the other stuff going and oh, God. the bunny running around. So like I quickly like panicked to try to get my pet bunny to not eat it because it would quite literally kill it. I step on the glass. My foot starts bleeding everywhere. There's like drops of blood now. And then Spencer's just like watching. (laughs) Because he's just like shocked that this all happened within a matter of like seconds. My God, Krista. Um, End of the story. Basically, Spencer had to spend 20 minutes fishing glass out of my feet. And I'm wow. a very ticklish person, so it wasn't it wasn't a fun experience. But that's nope. what partners are for, hey. Wow. Mm. Yeah. So I, um. Yeah. I would like to say though, if that ever happens to you, do not decide to still use the sauce from the jar. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> a 
Okay, thank you. Spencer <laughs> was like, oh, it should be fine. We should still use it. And I was like, you're joking, right? Okay, it's one thing like there could be glass in it, that whole thing, but it's been on the floor. And it's not like... An oh, apple there was like falls. half. There's like half a jar left, but. Oh sure, you, like you know, from the jar, I guess you could use it. No, but there's glass everywhere. It was quite literally inside the broken part of the jar, glass. Oh, okay, yeah, I wouldn't use that at all. Then. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was just like, no, that's how someone died on Grey's Anatomy. Good. Yeah. Okay. No, that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> good. I, fair enough. Good effort. I mean, good effort. You know. I know. Reuse. Be responsible with your food, but you right? know, sometimes it's just, it's just just not worth it yeah but it became a bigger deal because that was our last like thing of pasta sauce oh and we already started cooking everything else to make it so it's like okay quickly have to go out and in the snow to go get pasta sauce did you walk no oh you didn't okay (laughs) no 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 we have snow tires (laughs) anyways nick that's my story how are you well i'm fine i guess i'll explain my story from the snow so i went into it (laughs) Cause, Willingly. Because uh, uh, a friend invited me over. They're like, if it's safe to drive, I'm like, it's always safe to drive. What are you talking about? So drove over, and they, they live in Vancouver. <laughs> I work in West Vancouver. So you can go over the Lionsgate Bridge, go through downtown. But this was at about 3.30, 3.40-ish. So okay, so before it was really getting bad. Hadn't quite gotten crazy. Like, there was snow on the ground, but the roads were still relatively clear. Um. So anyway, go out there. I, I get there. Took me a long time. Took me like an hour, but um, got there around four forty-five ish. You know, hang around for a bit, and then uh, decided you know get get food and stuff. And um, of course, nobody's delivering yesterday. That just stopped completely. And also, uh, you're kind of just like an, the asshole when you order yeah. food. When like especially pizza or something, it's yeah, most of the know. time it's a sixteen-year-old or a seventeen-year-old in a beat-up car. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, so yeah, we go and we're. I'm just like, all right, let's drive. <laughs> I don't mind, and it's not so bad. You know, the car, the truck went a little wavy for a bit. You know, everybody's going slow. You know, like I don't think I peaked over thirty kilometers an hour because that's how you drive in the snow. If you hadn't, didn't know. Slow um, and steady. Take it, and you know, you leave a big distance behind the person in front of you. You know, you got to take your time. Um, so anyway, we got it, and then I'm coming back up, and you know, I'm going up a hill. And if you know anything about driving in the snow, you kind of have to go up the hill and just get to the top of the hill. You don't stop on a hill; you're just, it's going to cause havoc. <laughs> if you don't have the right tires, you'll slide down. If you don't have the right tires, you'll get stuck. But even if you have the right tires, you might get stuck anyway, which is what happened because I have the right tires. And, um, you know, I got caught on ice, so I'm just spinning. And, you know, um, I tried to kind of shove the truck a bit, but then a good Samaritan was like, hey, you drive, you sh- I'll shove, and, you know, to get it off the ice patch. And then so Yeah, I, you're not going to make the girl get out and push. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, um, I sho- they shoved it, and I was like, great. And we got our- we got away, and no problems after that, but it – it was pretty treacherous out there. Definitely, there was one road there was just a bus that was like this. And I'm like, remind me not to take that road. I took that road, and then I, but fortunately, there was a turn before you saw it, so I got You're like, why, why did I do this? <laughs> well, the Google Maps was like that way, and I'm like, right, okay. But it worked out in the end. It was all good. Snow's not so bad. <laughs> ah, we survived the first snow apocalypse, um, but there's much more to come, I'm sure. 
Yeah, if you're wondering, my depot has no ice melts, and we don't have snow shovels, so stop asking. <laughs> Did you sell out of those, like, two weeks ago? I sold out of the shovels two weeks ago, but the salt we sold... we Okay, we still have jugs, although at this hour, we might not anymore. <laughs> yeah, like you're speaking from three hours ago. Yeah, so, uh, but uh, we don't have any bags. I know that much, so... It's on order, from what okay. I hear. But Gotta ration it, people. Who knows? Yeah, we didn't do that. Some guy bought like 150 bags. Like, I mean, but what can you do? Right? Like, that well, guy's probably him. at a, a site or an owner or something. He wanted, and, like, he he wanted, has to. He wanted more. We stopped him. Yeah, you're like, I mean, uh, well, that's everything? <laughs> well, in years past, we've limited it to like four per household. Yeah, like, I get that. So, I mean, like, you know, one thing is like, well, yeah, I didn't do it, but a coworker, and they're like, like, I want more. And we're like, no. They're like, well, that doesn't seem fair. It's like, how is it fair that you get it all and no one else does? Yeah, <laughs> just know? just because you happen to be there earlier. Yeah, today? Like, yeah, we're like, no, like, and literally they brought that up and they're like, we usually do four per household. Would you like me to put that on? Because <laughs> I'll stop you right now. <laughs> Damn. They were wise and took the 150. You know what? People get so weird in this weather, though. Selfish. That's what it is. Yeah, like, people just, like, honk and scream, and it's like, you, yeah, you, we're you get... all in the same scenario. Yeah. Unless this is, like, a medical emergency, Yeah. there's honestly nothing you can do. No, they're like, look, there are good Samaritans. This is the time of year that brings out the good Samaritans and the bad Samaritans. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is a really hard time of year for a lot of people. It's the most stressful time of the year. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that is for sure. If you go back to our last episode, you might understand why. <laughs> <laughs> Gifts. <laughs> that is one of the very much a stress factor for this show. But anyway, snow and Christmas have nothing to do with this topic. Just no, to let you know. not at all. But you actually might need it a bit to drive in the snow. Um, that is true. <laughs> right? Um, we're, we're talking about confidence, baby. Confidence. Good mm -hmm. band with confidence. Good band. <laughs> well, okay. What's the song? Um, Big Cat Judgment Day. Sure. Okay. Um, play that. They're, they're an Australian <laughs> band that I saw when seeing a different Australian band. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyways. Yes. Confidence. Uh, confidence. Uh, so the whole reason this is even coming up is because. Long story short, people probably think people like Nick and I are very confident. I mean, we put out a podcast every week. <laughs> Detailing our lives. With us just giving you random shit and assuming people are going to like it. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty but, confident of us. <laughs> but I think a lot of people forget that... You have to fake it till you make it, baby. And that's wholeheartedly what we've done. Wholeheartedly. <laughs> but just to give even some more backstory for everyone, um, anyone who's seen this show will know what I'm talking about Mystic Quest on Apple TV. Long story short, in the episode, uh, the main feminist girl, she's a tester for the video game company. She's driving with her boss. Um, they get into a conversation about life and like how it's unfair for women the boss doesn't disagree at all that yes of course 
the gaming industry is hard for women. But you got to be confident in taking opportunities. Yep, this is true. Right? Um, so they're driving along. The creative director is like, okay, I'm just going to stop you right there. I'm going to stop you. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a story of when I started out as a tester. I was a tester just like you. Eventually, I one day I was stuck in the elevator with the CEO. I pitched him like 17 ideas. He maybe liked one. Right. At that point, after that one idea, I had some rapport with him. But then eventually they asked me, what did I want to do? I told him, creative director, eventually. Right. And here I am. Now, here I am with you stuck in a car in a very similar situation asking you now, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. In that scene, the girl freezes up. She she literally grasps the wheel and can't say a word. Oh, God. At all. And she's like, I'm thinking. Because she never thought she was going to have an opportunity or be confident enough to speak about what she wanted to do. Right. In that moment, I was like, crap, I never want that to happen to me. Because when you actually get put on a spot like that, it becomes stressful. Totally. I like to think I know what I'm talking about when it comes to my career. Yeah. Like, I sometimes I like to think I have direction. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> right? Not at all. <laughs> but Nick, like, have you been asked that question before? Like, what do I want to do with my life? Yeah, from, like, so- someone of, like, who's authoritative figure. I think I've told this on the podcast, whether it was recently or before, like how my district manager was one time in. <gasps> oh, right. No, tell tell that story. <laughs> I think I have on this show, but we'll repeat it because this is exactly what you're asking. So one time we were in a little circle thing and uh, the district manager, my guy, he is my dog. He's a good guy. And um, <laughs> Like Nick said, his dog. <laughs> he's my dog. So, uh, you know, he's like, Nick, uh. What are you thinking? Uh, how does how does your how does your future look? How does career look? And I replied <laughs> very blankly <laughs> and just said, "Ah, it's pretty black right now." <laughs> Nick, you can't do that. And um, <laughs> yes, uh, Nick, I'm surprised they didn't sign you up for therapy right then and there. They were like, <laughs> "Like, what did they even say? Did they just laugh?" Uh, yeah, I think they just laughed. They're just like, uh, I, I don't, I don't really, I don't really know what happened after. Maybe I blacked out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> blacked out in panic but, <laughs> and, de- uh, and despair. It was that, or I like got called away or something. It was one of those things. And anyway, so yeah, I, I mean, it was true. <laughs> I had nothing in the going. It was that was kind of like pandemic e, like the 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 main part of the pandemic had ended <laughs> so you know i mean the, th- things were still pretty black at that point yeah but it, even then you know my career was just kind of like and it still is kind of but um you know so that you know like i i'm pretty good when authoritative people are around 
Um, and I often will tell the truth. I'm a pretty truthful guy. I say the truth quite a bit. I don't really lie because I'm not a good liar. <laughs> Something um, we have in common. So, you know, when... Like, I can lie maybe about little things, but, like, something like that, like, what am I going to say? I got nothing. So, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, I got this big broadcasting company wants to hire me. Yeah, no fucking, no way. <laughs> the future, um, discontinued gravy is number one on all the charts. People are rating us five stars every day. Twelve people were number one podcast. But anyway. Aye, aye. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, like, it, you know, it. When you get put on the spot like that, you're going to say something. And I, I find a lot of times, unless you a damn good liar, you know, you're going to say the truth, whatever that may be. That's true. I mean, I think in situations where there is authority, you have to just be confident in your accomplishments or like take credit at least. And Nick, I've yeah. worked with you. You're good at knowing your shit. Yeah. Like, you'd be like, yeah, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did that. Yeah. Right? Like, no hesitations whatsoever. You're not sheepish in that department. Yeah. So that's really confident. Especially at, like, what? That was, how long ago did we work there? Like, damn. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> like, four years, maybe? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's literally early to mid-20s. Yeah. And to be that confident in your abilities... Not a lot of people can say that. Yeah. I I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I hate being, you know, like, I am confident. Like, I'm, I'm not going to say this, you know. I think, and I've said it before, like, uh, I think cockiness and confidence gets confused quite a bit. And mm. I'm not cocky. I'm confident. Um, because, like, cocky, you, like, boast. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I am that good. When I do that, it's for the lulls. Like, you know, like, my voice is not serious. But, you know, like, when I'm confident, you know, you know, it's more like, yeah, I can do that. Whatever. Yeah, I got this. Like, I know. But, um. Yeah, it's exactly that. I got this. Like, I'm not, I'm not walking around town and be like, yeah, I'm hot shit. You know what I mean? Like, like, I I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not one to toot my own horn. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I know how to do my job kind of thing. Um, so, you know, I, I think I've had. I've had confidence for a while. Like, I think we've talked about it, I think, before, you know, just, but, you know, it's, it's something I've grown up with and it's something I guess I have. Yeah. I mean, I think it also depends on the environment you're in, if sure. it allows you to be confident, that, right? That is, yeah, that's also fair. Yeah. I'm the type of person that, yes, I seem very confident, especially probably now, mm-hmm. but... I get really nervous sometimes. Like I had to do like a rap report and present it to the directors or whatnot. My voice was shaking as I was talking. That is not me. No. I have no idea why I would be that nervous uh, off of facts that I know the back of my hand. Like I live them. Right. Exactly. But it depends on the environment, right? Like sometimes you might be really scared to mess up. Totally. Or... The situation maybe doesn't call for needing someone who's another person who's confident in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I think a good example of this is probably when you're in an escape room okay. with a, like a few people. Right. And I would love to do this as like a job, like 
not job, sorry, like as an interview being like, okay, how do you do under pressure in this situation? Right. Sometimes the best thing to do is step back and let people do their things. It doesn't mean you're not confident about your abilities, but you're confident enough to know and your abilities that when your time needs to come, you will step up and do them and that they can take care of that. Right. No, exactly. I mean, you know, that that question is so hard as somebody who can't remember many things, you know, when they ask that, like, <laughs> you know, you're under pressure. What do you do? And it's like, bro, I, don't I don't know. Remember. Figure I don't, it out. I don't know a scenario that <laughs> I could do this, but I'm, I'm, I'm something I've kind of picked up pretty recently. Um, I think something I'm pretty good at is figuring things out. Um, not like so much in like, uh, you know, I'm just like physical things, not, not like necessarily like for your like, bike. Yeah. Like mental things. You know what I mean? Like it's not, you know, I'm able to look at something, figure out what might the issue be, and put it together. You know what I mean? Like, it's... So, I mean, like, when we're talking about, you know, how you do under pressure, it's like handing you something that has no instructions, but you need to figure it out. And let's be honest, that's kind of most jobs. You know, you might have an idea how it's gonna go, but do you know how to do it? And I kind of related to, you know, changing a chainsaw, like the chain on the chainsaw. I had, I, I didn't, like, I didn't, nobody taught me how to do this. <laughs> like, Sounds like, dangerous. It's really not that hard. You take the two bolts off, you take the cap thing off, you push the bar forward and the chain becomes loose. But, you know, like it, I, I don't think it's that smart, you know? Like, hey, to me, though, very but, but, smart. Well, but that's what the thing is. Like, you know, I mean, people, you know, and I think that's something that stops people when they don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's they're just like, oh, what the f- I don't know how to do this. But, you know, everything's kind of figure outable, figure outable, <laughs> um, you know. But I think that that also it takes confidence, you know, you know, when you're put in a stress situation and you need to figure it out it takes confidence to be able to do that thing because if you have no confidence in what you're doing, it's not going to work. It it can't work. You know what I mean? Like this, you know, you need confidence to step up and do the job. Look, you might fail. You might have all the confidence in the world and it might not work, but you need that confidence to make it go. Like you're not going to get anywhere with no confidence. Yeah, like you do not need to be perfect. In fact, making mistakes is an important step in learning and becoming more confident. Um, I think a great example of this is if you are someone who studies really hard for tests, you you spent two weeks studying, you're super prepared, and you got an A, does yeah. your confidence go up? Probably not. You're still going to study the full two weeks beforehand (laughs) and be stressing out the night before. Yeah. But if you're someone who the night before is like, ah, I have a test and you study and you do your studying, you take it, you get a B plus, your confidence will go up. Mm -hmm. Right? Because you're like, oh, I'm smart. I figured it out. (laughs) I got this. (laughs) I got this. Yeah. So making mistakes is okay. I think another thing as 
that we do in human behavior is that we tend to blame ourselves for our shortcomings. So not being able to do everything. For example, I would blame myself for not being able to figure out the the chain on the chainsaw. Right. I'd be like, idiot. Mm. Why didn't I try that? Yeah. That's well, not... I... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, you know, yeah, making mistakes. I mean, that's, you know, the first time I did it, sure, I probably made a mistake or two. But that, I mean, look, if you're our age... There's a little show that came out way back when <laughs> that taught us a lot of things. And that show is called The Magic School Bus. Oh my god, I had no idea where you were going with that. I thought it was going to be like Hannah Montana related. No, this is The Magic School Bus. And there's one, Frizzle. one teacher named Miss Frizzle who has given us the immortal words, take chances, make mistakes, Get messy. <laughs> and, you know. Words to live by. Well, literally. I mean, like, you know, I think that, again, that's part of the problem. You know, taking a chance takes confidence. But also, you know, just take the chance and be willing to get messy. And, you know, like, because the best thing that happens when you do that is you've figured it out. Once you've figured it out, you know how to do this thing now. You're gonna, your confidence is going to skyrocket because you just figured out how to do this thing. You know? So next time you go to do something, you'll be able to take it on. Mm-hmm. I also think with that mindset, instead of maybe the nervous energy that you feel when you're not sure about taking that on, maybe try to reframe that as excitement. Mm-hmm. Right? Sure. Like, that this is something new that I get to learn. And I yeah. know it's so hard to do that. Yeah. Like, I hate doing that. Yeah. But framing your internal dialogue and messaging yeah. is actually such a big part of confidence. It, sometimes it sounds dumb when people talk about, you know, self-development and they do mirror work and maybe talk about um, the things they love about themselves. You know what? Right. It's been proven that that helps. Yeah, for sure. It actually really does help people. Mm-hmm. I would also encourage everyone to, this is what I did at least. After that Mystic Quest conversation, I was like, crap, I don't want that to happen to me. Mm-hmm. Right? I sat down with my partner and I was like, I need you to pressure me into figuring this out. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a non-confrontational person. I'm yeah. very agreeable. Yeah. So I like just to fold or go with the flow so Mm -hmm. i needed someone that was actually going to push me into figuring this out so taking stock in yourself and understanding your strengths so you need to recognize your areas of what you're what you do understand even the things that you don't think are a big deal right for example an event okay list all the things you know about setting up an event yeah right that doesn't sound super complicated it's not to me or to maybe a few other people, but some people would have no idea that you have to consider those stakeholders. Right? So just writing it down is a huge fact. Oh, totally. That will help you with your confidence later on. So if you are in that situation, at least you can pull on that. Yeah. You can pull on something. Yeah. I, for sure. And I think that's a great way, you know, a great thing to do, you know, Write it down because when you write something down, it's more likely to get in your head and all that nonsense. But also, I think a fact 
that that I just thought about was um you can be confident without being confident. And what I mean by that is like say you're in one of those situations and it's not necessarily time bound, you know what I mean? Like it's not like I need an answer. You know, you might be able to buy yourself some time for, you know, we have a meeting in two weeks. I'm asking you right now, but, you know, you can fill the answer in more two weeks from now. Oh, my gosh. The procrastinator in me would just, oh, man. No, I know. But well, here, here, how I'm saying is that, like, you know, if let's say you don't know, Mm -hmm. but you have maybe a a long-term idea that you're not really close to yet sounding confident is a huge key it's like when i'm selling something and Ooh, somebody some sales tips on the podcast tonight okay it, nick sorry i'm really, excited is it really a sales tip <laughs> like, like how i mean you know is like um a customer asks you a question and you know say you don't know the answer, but it's on the sign. You know what I mean? Like, how long does this battery run? If you go like, I don't know, 45 minutes. How confident are you in my answer right now? I'm like, like ah. Well, exactly. But if I said to you, the battery runs about 45 minutes, maybe 50 minutes, depending on what power you're using. Hey, I'd be like, he knows his shit. Well, that's what I mean. I have no idea how long your battery runs. <laughs> I bet you know these these are so, things that, so you're saying lie <laughs> I'm not saying lie but I'm saying sound confident because in that case maybe you didn't know but now that question's been asked you can then learn mm-hmm. there's been times where I've guessed where I've estimated something and I've been horribly wrong <laughs> mm-hmm. but I mean at the same time you also said about that it, like, buy, it, it buys you it buys you a bit but um uh, <laughs> but you know it that but that's what i mean like you can take the chance maybe you're wrong maybe you're right maybe it got a little messy but that's led you to learn what it is because now you because well what are you going to do because that question is going to come up again what are you going to do right mm-hmm. so i mean i i think sounding confident in a conversation it's huge because the second you waver, whether it's your voice or something like that, people, whatever they are, whether they're customers or CEOs, mm-hmm. they're going to question you that one moment. They're going to be like, are you sure? And the second you say, are you sure, that's either going to crack somebody or you're going to step up to the plate. There's literally no in between. <laughs> Nick's seen people crumble under this pressure. But am I wrong? I mean, I think... You could also, in my sales experience, which is very limited, <laughs> um, maybe on like more complicated questions that, you know, are, aren't a short answer. Mm-hmm. You can definitely say, I'm not 100% sure about that. I'm going to go find out for you. I'll be oh, right back. No, 100%. If we're talking that, yeah, of course. You can absolutely step away and be like, I'm not sure. I'll get the answer for you. Mm-hmm. But being confident in your abilities to go find the answer is fair also enough. just as important. That, that is fair. Having the confidence to say, I do not know, 
but I'll get that information for you. Because, I mean, like, a lot of people would just, you know, like I say, lie in that situation to try and get out of the conversation and run. Because a lot of people don't necessarily want help, right? You don't want somebody else to help you. You want to be the one to answer. But Mm -hmm. And especially in a competitive environment where there's customers coming and going so quickly and people are pulling you different directions. You just (laughs) quickly want to give someone an answer. Yep. I know that feeling. (laughs) (laughs) Nick's having flashbacks. War zone. (laughs) Yeah, literally. But um, no, you're right. You're you're 100% right. It does does take confidence to do something like that for sure. Yeah. and, And it's really hard. I mean, I think being in your mid to late 20s is really when you start understanding your abilities and skills. Mm -hmm. I'd agree. But the more I've like gone into my professional world, I realized people are just doing their best. They don't necessarily know everything. Yeah. By any means. But they're doing their best and they can put a good show on it. Sometimes I would just believe people because they were older than me and I didn't question that. And that was a very naive thing to do in my early 20s of my career. It's like, it's okay to question people. They're not always right. But like Nick said, if they sounded confident, I was going to believe them. Or I wasn't going to be like, are you sure? Like, are you sure it's not this? I'm going to give you the biggest tip ever Mm. that will help you sell anything Mm. (laughs) that locks in so many people and if if i had if i answered this question as much as i have i would have so many things in my house (laughs) (laughs) the key to selling something is saying i have one at home oh yes because guess what that person is gonna think oh this person uses it. Yeah, like they actually it. have it. It's a real life review. Do you know how many lawnmowers I own? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> Does Nick have a yard? No. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's bought a lawnmower from him and is listening. <laughs> hey, we sell a lot of good lawnmowers. But anyway, you know, like, I'm just saying, like, but you have to say it confidently. You can't just be like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, no, totally. I have one at home. You know, you got to be like, oh, yeah, no, I have one at home. They're great. They're fantastic. I just find that cut, like the lawn, the way it cuts. Like, I love the ability to change the height because sometimes maybe I accidentally cut it too short with my last lawnmower. But this one actually gives me a secure height that allows me to cut it to the three inches that I want. I'd buy that lawnmower. Yeah, you would. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is also why I don't go into your store, Nick. Because I'd probably just walk away with too much stuff. I'm never going to oversell you, Krista. You're just avoiding me. I'm sorry. Just give you good deals left, right, and center. But, you know, anyway, it's, um, yeah, I, I think having the confidence is one thing. But, you know, saying it confidently is also another thing. And, you know, being able to be under pressure and whether that's an I don't know, you know. I mean, even in that sense, you know, he's saying like, like you know, when he's saying the what's your future look like and you know me just being like you know i'm not too sure right now trying to find myself you know Mm. you know it 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 does take courage to not give a solid answer you know there's that's that's kind of an open-ended answer you know what i mean like there's no answer (laughs) so i don't know what does that mean (laughs) so i mean to have the confidence in that to 
say something like that to somebody high up. Yeah, I mean, I also think a bit of, from what you've told me about your confidence, it almost sounds like you're detached from the outcome. Whereas, like, someone who's kind of, like, a stressy person like me, who constantly fears the future, couldn't do that confidently. Whereas Nick is, like, detached from the future. He's like, yeah, that's, you know, it is what it is. (laughs) I mean, sure. I, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely somebody that is in the moment, like, in the day, Mm -hmm. you know, when somebody... Asks me, oh, like, like my mom's like, oh, when do you work tomorrow? And I'm like, I have to look at my phone to figure out what time I'm working tomorrow. I don't go that far. <laughs> I don't know what Nick. I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs> uh, but so, you know, you know, you work tomorrow at least. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's it's, you know, yeah. I guess I guess that is one thing. I guess I am disconnected from the future because I mean, <laughs> well, what's the look? What's the point? Like. I don't know what's going to happen. I didn't say uh, distant from the future. I said detached from the outcome. Oh, It's just totally different. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, okay. Like, I was saying that, like, no matter what, at least, at least like, you had confidence about it. <laughs> at some point. So, so you're basically saying, like, whatever I say, I don't really care whether it comes to light or not. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Ah. I don't know if that's worse. <laughs> I mean, I don't really, like, it's probably fair, because, I mean, like, yeah, I say a lot of shit that eh, may or may not come true. I don't fucking know. <laughs> well, I mean, like, look, we <laughs> have this podcast. Point. I have no, look, I didn't, look, when we started this podcast, did you think we'd be at 104 episodes? Did I think we were going to be top 33% of podcasts on Spotify? No. No? Not in the slightest. I thought we'd be, like, five episodes in and be like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> no yeah honestly i thought i'd buy the mic and it would get dusty yeah i didn't think i'd be on my second mic <laughs> yeah right so i mean like you know like <laughs> the, <laughs> the like you, what's the point in trying to plan the outcome it's like it's like what i've long said i've never really understand why people try to plan conversations in their head especially with me you know, they try to make the conversation go the way they want, and I don't give them the answers, so then they get frustrated, and you're I just kind of like... if that's explaining our podcast structure to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but, you know, like, the, but that's what I mean. Like, the conversation happens. Mm-hmm. I don't give them the right answers. And they get mad, and I'm like, why are you mad? They're like... You didn't say what I wanted you to say. Why would you expect me to say things? True. You're your own person. Why We're are not you... living in a simulation. I just like, what's the point in planning the future conversation? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> How do you know the person's going to say what you want to say? It boggles my mind. I think it's hilarious. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, if I went on to this podcast anticipating what Chris is going to say, you can I don't know. write probably like fifty percent of the time. May like yeah, I've I mean that's more on like the questions of the week. I kind of can figure out like what Krista's answer is gonna be, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But you know, like what you know, what we're talking when we're talking about a topic, like I don't know, I've never talked about this topic with anybody, so I don't know what kind of an answer to expect. I know, and you're 
everyone, Nick was kind of hesitant about this topic. He's like, confidence? I'm like, are you not a confident man? And he's like, yes, I am. I was like, great, let's do it. (laughs) Um, Pretty much uh, the conversation went. (laughs) Right? Uh, But just to summarize for everyone, because I feel like we've touched a lot of points here. Sure have. Um, Basically, look to yourself for the solution. Be confident in that. Yeah. Face the challenge is Mm. half the battle. Yeah. Fake it till you make it. Take chances. Get messy. Yeah, take chances. Get messy. Miss Frizzle. I, I feel, I, I feel just, like that's basically summarizing our hour-long conversation for everyone. Yeah. Be confident. <laughs> and if you guys want any more tips, you can always reach out. Um, we're just trying to generalize to make it easy and digestible for yeah, everyone. Yeah, because lots of people reach out to us to clarify what we said about on the podcast. It's happened. I've had a few people. But they're more, oh. my, they're more my friends where they're like, what did you mean by this? you're like were you talking about me (laughs) and then they clarify and i clarify and then they're like oh i thought you were being a real douche there i'm like no no this was the reason they're like oh that makes a lot more sense i'm like yeah yeah gotta be careful with what you say when you work with people i had a Uh. nice i had a nice person who listens to our podcast at work and Mm. i was talking about i was going through the podcast wrapped while uh they were there Mm. and they're like and i mentioned the listener thing and they're like i'll listen to you even when i stop working here i'll still listen to you i'm like bro (laughs) that's that's a real curd i'm going to letha shout out shout out we love you we do she's a true curd (laughs) (sighs) anyways i do think that brings us to questions of the week questions of the week you ask we answer. <laughs> so delayed. <laughs> I just, I always think I have more time. Uh, should I go first? You go ahead. <clears throat> Dear Nick and Krista, I would like to know your formula- formulation for happiness. I think they mean formula. Formula for happiness. It's a hard time of year for lots of people. It's hard with the happiness and the sadness. What would you do at this time of year? Okay. They want our formula for happiness. Well, there's a song. And I believe it's by Bob Marley. Or he maybe he covered it. Uh, don't worry, be happy. <laughs> Bob Marley. Yeah. Don't really? worry, be happy. Uh, is that? I don't know. Bobby McFerrin. Oh. <laughs> Maybe, was, maybe he. Hey, maybe he you were it. right. It was a Bob. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, it's not at all. I don't really like that song at all. But, <laughs> uh, yeah. So see, you probably noticed I'm I'm a pretty happy guy, most of the time. <laughs> most of the time, except for that little streak of um, stressed episodes. Yeah, or when my teams lose. Not fun. Yeah, when anyway. Nick's team is losing. Oh no. Yeah, so, um, I don't know, like, I don't know, I just, like, I don't know what there's not happy to be, what, what there's not happy to be about, like, I mean, like, yeah, we all get it, life sucks, we're, we're fucked, the economy's fucked, the weather's fucked, 
We're not going to win a house. We're not going to get all this shit. You know, like, we can go down Nick, the tube. we're supposed <laughs> to tell them happy things. <laughs> but I just mean, like, why? What is, why be upset about things? You're alive, aren't you? You got best friends like Krista, don't you? Like, you know, I mean, like, what, like, what's not to love? Like, look, days suck. Look, I'm not, like, they're going to happen. But I'd rather go through the day happy than sad. I don't know. It's just, it like, it makes life easier. And I, I don't really have a specific formula to tell you on how to be happy um, or what I do to be happy. But I'll surely tell you the people around you and people around me make a huge difference. You know, when, you know, somebody's talking to me or I get to see somebody or whatever like that, you know, when that person's at work or whatever it may be. Or somebody, you know, a nice, just a nice wave and a smile to somebody, you know. I think I think that that definitely makes me a lot happier for sure to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got Krista. I get that. Um, first off, I want to say I'm sorry that you're going through a hard time this time of year. Lots of people are. Um, I think there's this formula for life that everyone's trying to follow right now. It seems like on social media that is towards material wealth. Ah. Uh-huh. Or material possessions. Okay. But I feel like when you're down and not feeling like yourself or having a hard time of year, especially now, maybe because it's because of having to buy gifts. Seasonal depression. It's about having to reorientate yourself. So this could be trying something new or grounding yourself in new ways. Um, One thing I have found personally that helps is finding community or doing things that can give back. Um, One thing I'm really excited about that Nick and I are doing very soon is that we're going to be at the Christmas market in North Van, um, December 10th. If you're listening on this, it comes, this will come out on Monday, December 5th. This Saturday, the 10th is when we'll be out there. Yes. So please come by. It's a great event. And Nick and I usually help out in different places while we podcast it's so much fun um but just being a part and around that energy i just find is always really good for me um if you're not an energy person that might not be the way to go um my mom mentioned to me that someone came into their work to actually talk about this Um, and yeah um this was like a little while ago i think it was in the summer yeah um and they kind of gave suggestions I didn't know if I necessarily agree with, but the main idea was find happiness in the little things. For example, a soft blanket. You know, like if you really like blankets, just yeah. take that moment to go get a nice blanket and rub your face on it. Yep. You know, like find comfort in things. And that's going back to like materials, but that's just and the like- example I could think of right there. But also, like, episode one, Discontinued Gravy, The Little Things. The Little Things! <laughs> wow, we've gone full circle now. Um, but, uh, no, that's 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 a really good point. Um, you know, if, find what makes you happy, you know. If, if you like playing video games, that makes you happy. Play video games. If going for a walk makes you happy, you know. Try, try to find those things that make you happy. And maybe you haven't done it. Maybe you enjoy painting and you haven't done it for a while, you know. Mm-hmm. Pick it back up, you know. Where is it going to go? Who cares? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, just do it. Um, the hardest part is getting out of that mindset. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I hope you're doing fine. If you ever want to hang out, let me know, I guess. <laughs> Nick will uh, catch you up on some sports. We'll, we'll hang out. It'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you have any questions, Nick? I got that BCIT thing. Hey, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> um, I, I'm kind of forgetting which ones we've asked. Um, have I asked you, what accomplishment are you most proud of so far and why? I don't know if you have asked that. Okay. Um, besides this podcast <laughs> and being... Yeah, we're not allowed to say this podcast. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. Because <laughs> uh, I feel like we would both cop out on that. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Easy enough. Um, probably moving out on my own in Vancouver, uh, what I did. Mm-hmm. I'm still really proud that I did that. I mean, there lots of other things happened this year that were really awesome. Um, like getting married and planning a wedding and getting a new job. Yeah. Um, but I can say that I did that. I yeah. moved out on my own. Fair enough. And I'm proud of that accomplishment. That's cool. Nick? Um... Well, I guess I mean that one time when I won the Broadcaster of the Year in the Hockey hey! League. I know it's not much. <laughs> Humble break, come but on. It's, it's 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 something. Yeah, I mean, how often do you win Broadcaster of the Year and you get a little plaque? <laughs> no. Yeah, um, and that adorable. skating competition that ditched us, you missed out on Broadcaster of the Year. Yeah. Whatever. I hope that thing sucked. Um <laughs> this weekend <laughs> oh i hope it sucks uh, but, someone uh, asked me if we were going to camp out in the front and i legitimately thought about it i got a tent <laughs> <laughs> we got a tent i got a table i got i got a truck it's got an air mattress in it <laughs> hey we're good anyway but um yeah i guess that's something i'm pretty pretty darn proud of Woohoo! see be confident in that be confident in telling your accomplishments, because I hate it. <laughs> Humble brag, people. Just do it. It's not the worst thing in the world. Okay, that brings us to recommendations of the week. Recommendations. We recommend things to do, watch, see, live, read, party, party i don't know i'm trying to think of words i mean i get it's the holiday season okay yeah i'm sure there that's true holiday parties coming up absolutely okay nick what are you recommending for us oh god i'm first um what am, <laughs> I? <laughs> what am I recommending to y'all today um i don't know what do you want to be recommended on um do you want me to go first? You go first, yes. <laughs> okay, um, you can tell me if this is a cop-out. Okay. But start doing the Christmassy things. Officially, okay. do them. Like, get that tree, put up the lights. It's fun. I think we you did only that. get to do it for a month now. I think we did that today at my house. I'm not hey! Sure. I mean, open... <laughs> Just open the door, the ground. <laughs> Just like, oh, look at that, Christmas. <laughs> um i got a christmas tree on the weekend i was very excited i did put lights on it they're not the right type of light so that needs to come down um but his name is fraser because it's a he's... fraser fur maybe i don't know yeah is I that not a good it. one i don't know fraser furs are all right he's just a little guy 
fair enough. Okay, next your turn. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I'll stall for a second because actually it was funny. I uh, I uh, so I work at the depot and we sell Christmas trees. And uh, this customer was looking for a tree, and you know I don't like to cut them open, but you know if you ask me, I'll do it. You know you want to see the tree. And I cut this one open. I was like, oh, this is a really nice tree. I'm like, yeah, I want that one. I was like, okay. And I'm like, okay, I'll buy this tree. <laughs> yeah, so like I, if so it's I bought an, that tree. <laughs> it's rare that like you get a good one. Yeah, I, I wonder how it looks. <laughs> I still have no <laughs> idea how it looks. So we'll find that out. Anyway, my recommendation. Okay, I've got one. So you remember way back when you used to listen to music. Like you still do, but you maybe listened to different music or music you've forgotten prior, correct? Okay, yes. You know, like songs you used to listen to. You used to blast this band in high school. Like early 2000s jams. Anyway. um, So recently I went to that concert at the Queenie. And for Three Days Grace, a band that I've pretty much stopped listening to. (laughs) I went for another band. But, you know, hearing those couple of songs reminded me of some of those songs. And... I'm wouldn't say I'm back into Three Days Grace, but I added a few more songs to my Spotify of Three Days Grace. So my recommendation is, you know, maybe think of a song you used to listen to a lot and maybe dive in a little deeper to some of the other songs and, you know, maybe like rediscover old music, I guess is what I'm saying. So basically live in the nostalgia. Sure. (laughs) Rediscover your old music and bring it back because, yeah, you maybe only like it for a month, but probably going to be a pretty good month <laughs> hey yeah it's hard to find new music that you like so might as well go back <laughs> that's why my top five is the same every year except this year there was a change dun, dun, dun. This dun, dun, dun. stand atlantic moved up damn we can no. talk about the rap more next episode we'll be back at it again with more discontinued gravy wait i think we'll be live on location next time Hell yeah, we are. <laughs> I think we are. Okay. Okay, we we'll have, we have to take a moment. We got to give all the details. Okay, so yeah, you do that. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> December 10th, we're going to be at the North Van Pipe Shop, the Shipyards area. Shipyard Lawns right across from where the, the skating ice rink, rink is to make it really easy up outside. Because nobody cares about the pipe shop. <laughs> right, okay. Anyway, yes. Ice rink, turn, there we are. Come by, say hi. We're going to be there for majority of the day. I think they close up around five. So just get there before then so we can say hi. We'll be, yep. We'll have us. You can see us in the face. And you'll be like, wow, that's his face. His voice doesn't match his face. Yeah. And we might have some merch. Who knows? That, I'm not going to promise that. For for ourselves. Yep. Yep. For ourselves. I'm still not even going to promise that, but <laughs> I'm going to, I yes, we might be wearing new merch that's coming down the pipeline. Yeah. Yes. Anyways, thanks for listening, beautiful people. <laughs> do I do it again? We'll be back at it again with more discontinued gravy <laughs> next week. Live in location, me and Crystal will be together. Talk to you then. Peace.